of the Billy and T-Hat show. I'm T-Hat. I'm Billy. And we're going to talk about whatever we want because it's our show and not yours. Yeah, take that. <laughs> this week we have a special guest. Say hello to Mary. Hey, guys. Now you hey, guys wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. Was she the one that had the little lamb? Uh, she lives, she lives in a rural town, so it would not surprise me if she had a, a, a little lamb. Oh, that's just bad. Oh uh, my God. I wish I could, but unfortunately they don't allow livestock in town. Ah. <laughs> wow. A rural town that does not allow livestock within its limits. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> okay. So I have an update. Now, last week, if you guys tuned in, I talked about how my mental health had kind of taken a dive. Um, we have an update. Um, I talked to my therapist, not my therapist, my psychiatrist, um, over the phone Tuesday because of COVID, you know, we're, we're uh, mm -hmm. trying to be safe. And I only get to talk to my psychiatrist once a year. He's that popular. He books out a year in advance. Wow. Oh, wow. In between time, I see a nurse practitioner slash, slash therapist. Basically, the nurse, the it's like a therapist that's allowed to prescribe medicine. Okay. You okay there, Mary? Yeah, sorry. Um, Kitty decided she wanted to say hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I talked to my psychiatrist, and he, I, I told him, you know, my days are filled with anxiety. My anxiety medicine was not working. Now, uh, I'm going to caveat for a second. Medicine works for some, doesn't work for all, but, okay. um, you know, don't shame those who uh, rely on medicine and rely on conventional yeah. uh, treatments for mental illness. That's just... No, I actually, for a brief time in college, was on anxiety medicine because I was just overwhelmed with everything and uh you know it was just all the classes and stuff and then after a while i was able to come off it but i think it's very difficult and it's not something that's always everyone's affected in a different way so when people say oh they don't really have it because it's supposed to be like this there really isn't like a one symptom fits all kind of thing everybody's different when it comes to like how it affects them right and the thing is is i i hear a lot of people who are mentally ill they will shame those that are on medicine that take their medicine and it's like you know medicine may not work for you but it works for me so my psychiatrist 
realizing that my anti-anxiety meds were not working, decided to, uh, I don't know, decided to, to hit a home run, so to speak. He prescribed me Xanax. Okay. And to say that, um, to say that Xanax is kicking my butt is um, kind of uh, uh, under understating it. Okay. Um, but All right, it's strong stuff. It it is. I never knew that a calmer, more level-headed tea hat was uh, possible until I, you know, started the Xanax. Like, nothing bothers me anymore. Okay. Yeah, it's wonderful stuff. I know my mom takes it, too. She's got anxiety issues as well. So. And it works for her? Yep. She's been taking it for three or four years now, so... Okay, well, that's good. I, like I said, I never knew a calmer Travis was possible. Until I, until Do you I, feel like, do you feel like you're more, um, like, just, I don't know, like, be able to be more productive with it? Or, like, how is it feeling? I feel more grounded. I feel more okay. connected to everything that I do. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that does. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's good, man. It, 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 I mean, it, I don't know. Like I said, don't ever get old. Um, it, the, <laughs> the, uh, effects on my depression is, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, it's kind of like, well, We'll see how that works. Um, but right. with my anxiety, it's pretty much gone. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, I don't fully understand this, but I'm going to ask you. Some people, they say it's a chemical imbalance and it's finding the right treatment to correct that imbalance. Is that are you is yours kind of like that? That's exactly it. it? Okay, because like they say, it's not really your fault. You're just like born in a certain way, and you have a chem you have a certain combination of chemicals, and when they're not uh, the what they call you know normal, then a, a slight variation can cause like anxiety. So I didn't know if they had told you if they've gotten down to like the root, like if that was it. If you just have like a chemical imbalance is causing this, or what it is. Yeah, um, that is pretty much what mental illness is. It's a chemical imbalance. Um, it's just like, hey, these nine people, they have it this way, and the tenth person, they're off. They're right. About chemicals. No, Mary, There's I didn't say what you were going to say. chemicals that um, determine your, your mood stability. And okay. if any of those is off, even the tiniest bits is like Travis said, is basically what mental illness is, what mood disorders are, is it's literally one of the chemicals is not in balance with the others. Um, and for some of us, only one chemical is out of whack. For some of us, all three of them are. In my case, all three of them are out of whack. <laughs> so I'm I got on, you. So I'm on a combo of like four or five meds to try to 
balance everything out. Okay, so let me ask you this then, because a lot of people that have to take multiple medicines, they say they're tired all the time. Do you have that effect, or how does it work for you? Well, for me, I've always had issues with being tired, but the problem is I have chronic fatigue syndrome, but what most people don't know is that excessive tiredness and sleepiness is actually also a major symptom of depression. Ah, okay. Um, this, I mean, I've never, uh, had a medicine be, sorry, I, I just installed the, the, uh, messenger app on my, uh, computer, so it's gonna make some weird noises. Anyway, um, I've never had, I've heard that before. (laughs) I've never had a medicine affect me this way before, um. It makes me want to take a nap in the middle of the day. Um, I try not to, but um, Xanax just kind of knocks me out. Like but I I'll feel wait. like that's that's like a if you have to take a nap to get through your day, that's worth it if it's helping everything else. You know what I mean? Right. Would it be possible to just take it at bedtime? That's how my mom does it. It also helps oh. her sleep. Well, I mean, I don't have any issues sleeping at night right now. Okay, but um, during the day, though, like, it makes me a little bit high, a little bit drowsy. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it will. (laughs) So, uh, but plus, um, my therapist ordered blood work and noticed I have a severe vitamin D deficiency. Now that yeah, the sunshine really vitamin, yeah, yeah, that'll suck the energy out of you too. I've had problems yep. with that myself. Now that can also contribute to um, depression, and so yes, and so a um, she has ordered me some vitamin D pills, um, stronger a stronger dosage than what you can take over the counter. <laughs> Um, so do you think the vitamin D deficiency, that just magnifies the effects of the depression, anxiety, that sort of thing? I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's been my week. How's your week been, Billy? Uh, interesting. I turned 30, so I'm officially out of my 20s. Yeah. Uh, ended up taking the day off work and just saying, you know what, I'm going to take the day. But no, I I made a list of a few things I want to accomplish in my 30s and just like that sort of thing. Okay. That's cool. So I, I sat down and I, I wrote, you know, one put, one thing I put was obviously buying a house and I'm taking steps towards that. But the biggest thing was, and I've been doing what this year and this podcast has helped me actually quite a bit, but I actually wrote down, uh, let me find the list here. Um Spend more time with good people. So, you know, not wasting time with those who are really good to be around and just like not fair weather people, people that are, you know, that are there, but they're not really good friends. Do you know what I mean? They're um, there to fill a slot. They're not there to, yeah. they're not there to enhance you know, you your life at all. Like people at work that you take break with, you, you talk to, but like outside of work, you probably want to hang out. Um, don't waste time, you know, time is valuable so not wasting time uh have fun 
take fun vacations. You know, it doesn't have to mean I have to go across the world, but I would like to start. I mean, I try to travel at least once a year and then care less about what people think. And I've already started mm. that step. It's just, well, because the thing is, if you're living your life for everybody else, you're never going to find happiness for yourself. And I talked about it on my podcast. Actually, that finding that happiness is something no one else can do for you. They can be there with you, but to find true happiness, you have to find that for yourself. It's just not going to come from other people. So I think a lot of people look for that in the wrong places. They're misguided. They'll they'll seek happiness through dating. They'll go date. They'll be like, I'm sad. Well, if I date somebody, all my problems will go away. And really, you're put, what you're doing is you're putting a Band-Aid on it after you've been stabbed three times and hoping that nothing gets infected. You know, that's all. That's what you're doing. And pretty much. And I think though, everyone takes longer to figure out what is best for them. And I think we all go through a like journey of like self-discovery. So I feel like I'm going through that. Anybody that tells me they have their life fully together, I don't believe because honestly, <laughs> I, I think we does. all figure it out as we go. <laughs> Some people do have stuff together pretty well. But you also have people who play a good like front about it. In reality, they they don't have it together. Yeah, but exactly. you know, I just I just don't want to waste time and everything. And so it's just like having fun and doing cool stuff and that sort of thing. What about you, Mary? Um, how's your week been? Well, um, interesting. <laughs> like American Pie, interesting, or like what kind of interesting? Well, the first part of the week was kind of running around like a chicken with my head chopped off, uh, uh, picking up stuff for Thanksgiving, um, uh, okay. trips out of town, running the kids, my sister's kids for stuff, trying to juggle this and that, and then today, well, last night and today has been baking and cooking. So just because like Aaron's. my family is having their Thanksgiving thing tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I've spent the majority of the past 48 hours in the kitchen. <laughs> See, that is a stress laugh right there. And I can just tell through the, the like the way you're laughing. That is like a, I am just to the end. I'm done with cooking. Let me quit. <laughs> Pretty much. And I've still got more to do. And oh, God. My Thanksgiving plans have been altered. Um, normally, we go to my aunt's house, but due to COVID and trying to keep everybody safe, we all decided that it was best we spent Thanksgiving separate. So, yeah, I'll be spending Thanksgiving at home. Okay, we only have four of us, my dad, myself, my grandparents. We decide with only four of us, you know, if anyone has any sort of like sickness don't come, but we're planning on just the four of us eating lunch. And honestly, with just four of us, we actually can spread out enough to where we're not going to be like really close. But like for me personally, if I'm, if I, if I'm sick at all, I don't care what it is. I won't go places. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. I completely respect what you're doing as well. I'm going to ask you guys something though, with Thanksgiving, what is like one Thanksgiving food you have never been a fan of mine's cranberry sauce. Never understood it. Never Ooh. cared for it. I won't even touch it. I would have to agree with you. I am not a fan of cranberry sauce at all. I just don't. I've, I've never understood like the appeal. Like, what does it go with? You know, like what? I'm gonna I'm gonna commit a little bit of a sacrilege here and say turkey. Oh my god! 
You know, actually, <laughs> turkey Turkey is not my favorite. My grandma makes ham and turkey. I prefer ham over turkey. Turkey's just dry. Unless it's made right. Um, if you fry a turkey, it's actually better. Yeah. I had fried turkey one year, or smoked turkey might have been. It was amazing. But turkey can be a little dry, so from that perspective, I can understand. But my, I guess my grandpa puts barbecue sauce on the turkey, and it's better that way. Interesting. I but, always I always put gravy on my turkey. And then my favorite Sorry thing, my, mom. <laughs> my grandma always makes uh, broccoli and cheese uh, casserole. Ooh. That and the um, the stuffing is usually like the first two things gone. Yeah, that sounds amazing right now. But I'm weird. I only eat stuffing in the middle. I don't. But see, with my grandma, she doesn't make her broccoli and cheese casserole with rice because I actually can't. I have some kind of weird rice intolerance where I will physically vomit if I eat rice. Oh, my God. White rice. Brown rice, no. White rice, yes. Hmm. That's... I, have like a, I don't know what kind of intolerance it is, but I know I know some people that can't eat rice either. But I know I have irritable bowel syndrome. So oh. they say that that can spaz, that, that, that like puts pressure on your stomach and it causes like, the it can cause like, so I'm wondering if that's what it is. Because they never, I asked about that. They said it might just be like a, just a weird intolerance or allergy to it. But I don't generally get high from that. My only food allergy that I'm aware of is red dye. Oh, okay. That uh, developed two years ago. I was at work eating red licorice. Someone offered me, and I started coughing, and I couldn't breathe. I was seeing stars and everything, and like floaters and stuff. And they brought me in the office. They said, "You're okay," and I said, "I don't know." They said, "Well, have you ever had a food allergy before?" And I was like, "I said, well, I you know I have problems with dairy, so I don't I drink lactose free milk, and I don't really you know." Like ice cream usually doesn't bother me too much, but like custard, I can't eat like certain things. It's just really weird. But yeah, rice, I used to have acid reflux and I discovered acid reflux from eating rice. I started puking and after that, I started having reflux. So I wondered if it was really IBS because none of those reflux medicine works. Eventually, when I went on its own, I had an ulcer at one point and that was gone. So they think it was, I don't know, I might just have some weird tolerance to rice. But I know a few people I've talked to that said they cannot eat rice. That's interesting. I've never heard of that before. I haven't either. Um, it's, I'm going to steer this away from Thanksgiving food. Um, okay, good. <laughs> what makes me physically ill are most fast food joints. Like, um, Wendy's is okay for me. Yeah, Wendy's is fine. And Taco Bell is okay for me. That's it. Like, Everything Taco Bell's fine with me, but I had the experience last night. I had the rudest person I've ever had at Taco Bell last night. Oh, really? It was awful. Okay. Like, I went to the drive-thru, and the lady asked me for my order, and, she, and, you know, the lady that asked me for my order was nice. But I get to the window, and the man it was a manager, and they had that little card reader where they hold it out of the window, and you have to push it in. And she goes, will you let me see my screen? And I'm like, yeah. And so she pulled the thing back and then goes, there, take your card back. And she goes, here's your drink. Here's your food. And I get out of here. What wow. in the world? And I didn't I didn't say anything. I didn't want to start an argument. I just grabbed my stuff and left. I'm like, wow, that is the rudest person I've ever had. McDonald's was running for me about a month ago. I had a coffee and I found like a hair in the lid. Ew. I went to open it. And then there oh. was, I was eating a breakfast burrito and there was a piece of straw. Like a piece of straw in the burrito. Oh wow! 
Oh my so, god. So yeah, generally though, if I'm gonna do fast food, I'm either I'm actually I prefer just going to the local Mexican restaurant in town and getting like a carryout order. I'd rather have like a home style meal, like a carryout to go order than over like McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. Our Mexican restaurant here in Lincoln is amazing. Well, we have two. We have Rio Grande, and then we have one that I can't pronounce. Um, but the one that I can't pronounce, they're the only Mexican restaurant I've ever gone to that have made rice perfect. Like, um, when I go to Mexican restaurants, it, rice is either mushy or it's... Like, not cooked right. It's not cooked so, at all. If I get Mexican, I just get, like, the beef and meat nachos, or I get, like, burrito. I just get simple stuff. Yeah. But this Mexican restaurant that I go to here in Lincoln, they, every time I've ordered anything with rice, it's been cooked perfectly. And so, that's hard. They say a lot of times it's just not made right. It, it isn't. Yeah, rice is, it takes a special touch to get it right. Okay. Correct. So, yeah, you're not the first people to say that. But um, I actually had my birthday dinner there. Um, oh, some wow. friends, cool. Some friends took me there for my birthday, and my best friend showed up, and it was a fun time. Um, okay, what's your least favorite fast food restaurant? If somebody says we're going here, you're like, nope, sorry. Well, as a gay man, I would have to say Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, I just will not spend money there. I've never had it. Never will. It's, uh, it's overrated. I that. Um, but of the ones that um, I've had... Because I'm basic and love my Starbucks, but yeah. Of the <laughs> ones that I've had, I would have to say if you are going to Burger King or Hardee's... Carl's Jr. is what it's called some places. I'm out. I okay. will... Uh, Same here. I I will Ralph it back up within a half hour. See, our Hardee's here in town is actually... If you, as long as, like, it's good. Like, they actually make... You can tell it takes time. If you order, they make it fresh. But I've been to, like, a couple of Hardee's where... I looked at the food. I'm like, no. But, he, like, where I go here in town, I usually just get the chicken tenders and they make those great like and they're it's they say hey it's going to take a while because we have to make it fresh I'm like that's fine now but i can do i can do culver's, hardy's culver's is my least favorite oh i'm not a culver's fan either i used to love them but now that i have trouble with lactose my friends go and like you know i don't eat the custard because of that and so my options are so limited that i just don't enjoy and generally we go when we're going through like Collinsville to go to like a concert or wrestling show, and they always want to eat Culver, so I just go somewhere else because I know. And same thing with um, that is got to be one of the worst places. But I also think White Castle. Oh man, I forgot. I love White Castle. I I this is gonna sound weird. I liked their frozen burgers, but when you go in person, I thought they were okay. They weren't anything special. But as you know, as I get older, really they say. When you get into your 30s, that's when you kind of quit eating the fast food because your body's like, nope, not doing it. Uh, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. 
you have some people that, you know, like generally you're supposed to eat more at home than you eat out, but they're saying that trend is actually starting to uh, go the other way. So what about you, Mary? What's your least favorite? If someone says we're going here, you're saying no. What do you got? Um, I actually am not a big fan of Wendy's unless there's one item on the menu I will eat, and that's their broccoli and cheese baked potato. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I love it. <laughs> that's the only thing I'll eat at Wendy's, though. Um, let's see. I've never been a big Taco Bell fan, but I do have gastric reflux, and so... Yeah, a lot of their stuff, my body's just like, yeah, no. <laughs> the reason I like Taco Bell, if I go to like baseball game at Bush Stadium or if I go to a wrestling show and I get back home, they're the only place open at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm probably the only sober, one of the only sober ones going through there at two in the morning, but hey. <laughs> and then I will say this, uh, Peel's Pizza in Edwardsville is my favorite place like just sit down with you because they have they make it like in the old wood stove or yeah oven kind of thing fireplace it's awesome okay oh, one of those like old pizza ovens yes that that is real pizza like that is amazing so i would oh, say yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting for though i would rather eat like a place that makes like home cooked food over fast food i've gotten to where yeah. i'd rather eat unless i'm getting pizza i'd rather just go somewhere it's like sit in or carry on a seat are locally we're not we've kept open the coffee shop they close the theater but they kept open the coffee shop and a couple of the restaurants still allow you to sit in all the fast food places or like carry out or drive through only some of these places they're still allowing you to sit in oh wow. i haven't got a haircut because i didn't want to take a chance of it being closed down or anything because they said they were going to stay open for the foreseeable future but i'm like you know what i'm gonna go just in case yeah i should have like we're recording this on a Friday night and we all live in Illinois and we are under tier three mitigation here in Illinois starting today. Um, which, yes. me, you know, which means, you know, a lot of places have to close. A lot of places have to limit their, um, their capacity. Right. Um, I, I should believe have, it's to twenty five percent capacity, if I remember right. And this, they don't want more than ten people at a gathering. So if you're having Thanksgiving, they don't recommend doing a big group. Right, and that's why so that's we decided thing. to change our Thanksgiving plans. Um, but uh, yeah, this is the last thing before um, shutting the states the state down completely. So. I should have gotten my hair cut before this all happened, but I didn't. Oh, you just reminded me of something, too. I was getting my hair cut today, and the lady cut my hair said her friend works at the hospital and said that if you have COVID, go elsewhere because they are at full capacity. Like They cannot take more patients, and if they are going to get you in, it's going to be like hours and hours until beds bed's Like They are just so overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our numbers right now are higher than I think the first wave of this stuff. And it's just ridiculous. It is. It is. But, but people get mad, but I think they're doing the right call here by shutting down some stuff. Yeah, I do too. Um, not, not ideal though. No, it's not ideal. It's never ideal to shut businesses down and services, but, 
Um, you know, sometimes it is it's necessary. And this is these are you know this is one time where it's necessary. Um, we have to save lives. But um, let's get on a happier track. Um, that sounds good. I'm clapping my hands already. <laughs> um, so I have a weird confession, and I don't know if your uh, uh, Travis, you left the handcuffs in the alley. We'll get them for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if your family is going to listen beyond this, but I have a weird obsession with pubic hair. What? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's I'm weird. Um, that's all I can. That's all I can say to defend okay, myself. For the record, I get grossed out when I go to the bathroom somewhere, and it looks like Chewbacca went to the bathroom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Right? I hate it. I hate it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not picking toilet people. I'm not picking up other people's pubic hair. No. It's like that scene from Willow Miller's. Who has this much? <laughs> right. But I just I don't know. I love the feel of my own pubic hair. Is that oh, weird? Oh, what the Okay. <laughs> hey, whatever you're into, man. I mean, everybody has their own thing. Uh yeah. So, uh, let me know how, bra- let, let me know how the braiding stuff goes. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everybody has like weird things. Like I'm weird about candles because I like to make sure that I have some in stock in case of power outage or, Hey, I clean my apartment. I don't want to smell like chemicals. So I'm going to put a candle on. Oh, see, I love it when my partner, my apartment smells like chemicals. Yeah, like right now I'm burning a like cupcake kind of ca- cafe something. It, it's like a cupcake kind of like if you went to like a Starbucks or whatever, it'd be like their desserts. That's what it kind of smells like, which oh. I am basic. I Okay, I have to tell you, I um, one time at college actually got a Starbucks and my classmate, we had this class together and they asked me, they said, what kind of pump? What kind of coffee do you have? I said pumpkin spices. Oh, where are your UGG boots at? You basic. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm at my apartment. I'm sorry. Um, funny <laughs> story. Uh, I was in Facebook jail for most of this week because I called somebody basic. They said really? it was bullying. Yeah. <laughs> did you use the other word, or did you just call them basic? Uh, I just called her basic. She called me an idiot. So I tried not to be too disrespectful, but I called her basic, and they flagged me for it, saying I was bullying her. Wait, 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 wait. So she called you an idiot, but that was okay. But for you to use the word basic, not basic, you know, the other word too, just basic, that they got, they said that was bullying. Right. I don't get their logic. Logic. Like, if you go on Facebook and you type, this this can't be real, they'll say, warning, this is inappropriate comment. Yeah. That's It'll warn you for that. If you put, there's no way this can be real. Yeah, on comment, if you, like, comment that, they'll flag it. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it was weird, to say the least. But you know what? The weirdest stuff happens to me. So, and yeah, I'm a weird it's human it's being. Like, it's like there's one person in the world this has ever happened to. That's why, if you were like, if you ever did do like a comedy sketch, like, yeah, don't you know, like, whenever you go to do your laundry and then you end up walking in on a three way, it's like, no, that's never happened to anybody. Travis, like, it happened to me last week. <laughs> right? 
Like, uh, I like some of the stuff you've told me. You do have some interesting things. I'm the poster I, boy of it happened to me. I, I will tell you one that happened to me that I never thought was going to happen. I was at Six Flags, and the Looney Tunes were doing the Cha Cha Slide, and somehow I ended up doing becoming a part of it. And then the same day, my friend and I went to the bathroom. Well, he went into one of the big stalls or whatever, and I got out. And so I knew which one he was in. I dropped a wet floor cone in on him and just, like, walked out. And he said he got – he yelled, Billy, bring me some more TB so I can wipe off my testicles. And this old guy was in there with him, and he went, what? And I was already out of the bathroom, and he comes out <laughs> looking red in the face. I said, what happened to you? And he explained it to me, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, get it on camera for YouTube. Like, we lost a lot of viewers with this. That actually happened. And, I mean, I've had some weird stuff. Um too but it's more funny stuff that just like how does this happen like the toilet flooding when i was at edwardsville i just went pee i didn't even have to put toilet paper in the toilet i went to flush it and the um the thing broke and the water shot to the ceiling and covered me i i knock on my roommate's door help help i'm drowning out here and he goes, what is going on? It was like one in the morning. And he goes, oh, my God, the water was hitting the ceiling. He goes, let me go get a tool. So he goes to the front to find a tool. They got it shut off after like five minutes. And at this point, I'm just pissed because I'm soaked in water. My roommate soaked in water. My other roommate, he gets in and goes, what on earth just happened here? I said, we just got flooded in here. Yeah. Um, once in a while, my toilet will overflow and we won't know about it. It'll just start going. Coincidentally, it's on the nice uh, tea hat. Chooses to have Taco Bell. <laughs> well, Mary, I gotta ask you then. Do you have anything interesting like that happens around you? Because it's like I have a sign on me that says "Weird people approach me," and then I end up making friends with them. So when I was in college, it was like, "Is this a nerd table?" And I see people playing magic. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm at my people's table now. Awesome." <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? I'm kind. <laughs> But like, do you have weird stuff happen to you? Is it, just, is it just us nerds? Like, what's the deal with this? Well, I live in a haunted house. Ooh, really? okay. So weird is kind of my middle name around here. So what goes on there? Well, um, about any time of the night, um, you'll hear footsteps down the hallway. You'll hear banging oh. on doors and there's nobody there. That's um, weird. We've had cabinet doors open and shut. We've had... Plates fly off of the shelf at us one night. Oh, my um, God. Last year, um, around Halloween time, um, we were my mom and I had just finished washing dishes. And um, went into the, into the living room. We're sitting there watching TV, right? Right. And all of a sudden, we hear water running. What the heck? Okay, so we're looking around like, did you leave the water on? No, did you? No. We look, we look in the kitchen. The kitchen sink faucet is on full blast. Huh. It's like, um, okay. Wow. And then, um, if you're trying to, like, take a shower later at night, like if everybody else is in bed, you'll have, something will knock on the door. It'll keep incessantly knocking until you answer it, but there's never anybody there. 
That's so weird. Do you know, have they, they've confirmed that anybody died in the house or on the property? Well, this house was built in, um, like, 1918, I believe, somewhere uh -huh. around there. And it's actually built of four separate houses from the coal mining days. So they coal miner houses and put them together to make this house. Yeah, somebody died in there. And on the property, I'm guessing. Well, the barn beside our house was there before my mother was born. And she's in her mid-60s. Okay. Um, so were the three trees on our property. The uh, walnut, or no, four trees on our property. The walnut, the two ash, and the maple that was cut down this past spring. Um, and this is this is actually kind of cool. It's cool, but it's also weird. Uh, it was quite a few years ago. I was still in high school at the time. And um, we were doing some work to the garage, you know, kind of in a couple of the rooms, laying cement down and just kind of cleaning, figuring out, you know, what's in there. That, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, in the main room, it's all dirt floor, but there's this like big hump, almost like a hill in the middle of the floor. So we decided, well, we're just going to level it out. Now, most people think, oh, easy peasy, boring, uneventful. Yeah. Not around here. <laughs> so we start digging and hit brick. It turns out there is some sort of building buried in the dirt underneath of our garage. Huh. Nobody Weird. knows what it was, when it was built, or anything about it. Nobody can tell us anything. Hmm. Okay. So that and is I can very tell weird. You, I can tell you that when you walk in that garage, the hair on the back of your neck will stand up. I mean, it's it, it's a it, you just walk in there and it you, it's just a bad feeling. Okay. I so mean, that is strange. Yeah. So you you do have the weird happen to you too. I yeah. <laughs> had this uh, house. I rented with a friend of mine, and he swears up and down everything's fine with it, everything's fine with it. And his parents lived there, and he was raised in that house and everything. It's over 100 years old. And um, I, when I first moved in there, I felt like somebody was watching me. They were trying to gauge me. Like, it wasn't, like, threatening. It was more of like, hey, I'm watching you, and I'm here. And it was just like my friend's mom asked me, so have you had any visitors? I was like, what do you mean? So we've had some cats, you know, come and took them in. Like, no, I, I, have you, do you, have you had anybody come visit you? And I'm like, at night, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? She goes, well, one night when I woke up, and I've been up for a little bit, just laying in bed and coming back to sleep, somebody came crawling out of the vents towards my bed. They were upside down on the ceiling, coming down towards me. I said, no, I have not had anything like that happen. I said, I've had had a feeling that people have been watching me. And she said, well. She said, you know, two of her sons, the youngest ones, swear up and down that stuff has, like, followed them. And I, w I call my friend's mom. I'm like, hey, is it okay if I come over? She's like, yeah, absolutely, anytime. And I'm like, well, I need to get out of the house. I said, I feel like I just moved here. I feel like somebody's watching me. And, like, I will see the curtain move or whatever. And she's like, okay, yeah, come on over. Because she had dealt with a few things herself. And, you know, after a while it quit. 
And when I got my own apartment, it did not follow me. I know sometimes they say like things like that will follow you. It did not. Thankfully, yeah, they will. They, they, sometimes they will. It wasn't threatening. It was more of like a, hey, I'm just making sure you're not here to mess with anything because like this house when it was built. Now, help me out here, guys, because you might not. I mean, I'm a history person, but I back in the day when you were having a social event, you would get an invite, and the person that was taking care of your house, they would put the letter into – you would open this cabinet sort of thing and put it into a holder. Now, I forget the proper name for that. Do you guys know what that is? It's like uh, basically sure. you would, you would be, we'd walk up the stairs, and we open this little door, and inside there was like 20 slots where you could have rolled up a piece of paper and put it in there. Huh, I... But it's like a social thing, basically like, okay, so like so-and-so worked for you, it was like your servant, and then if you received an invitation from another person to go to a party, they would put it in this compartment for you, basically. And that's what it was. It was still there in the house. It's still there to this day. Because the oh, house wow. was built in the late 1800s. It's one of the oldest houses in town. But I forget, I don't know the proper term for it, but it's like, if say if Travis, you were going to invite me to a party... You would send me a letter, and then my servant would put it into this compartment in the wall. They'd open the door and put it there, and the next time I checked it, I would know that it's there, and then I would write them back and tell them that I'm formally you know, coming or not coming to this party. So it was like for big social events and stuff. I so I'm thinking there's a little know. bit of history to this house, and you know, I don't know. Like yeah, I never checked local records or anything because – that's a lot of time just to go and find out if this place is haunted. I just was kind of like, I'll want my own theories, wander, you know, everything. I've always wanted to do ghost hunts, though. I've never been, but I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to uh, do that as well. Not like the fake ones on TV. No, I want to just go and sit down at a haunted place and see if I feel anything. Like going to a cemetery at two in the morning. I was listening to a podcast talks about that, and they're like, "No, I never done that. That's nuts. You're gonna get killed." My friends and I used to drive around, and at like one, two in the morning, we would go to a cemetery and just sit in the car, and then we would get out after a while. We'd sit in the car to see if we felt anything. Then we would walk around for like an hour, and then we would get back in the car and just sit there and see if anything happened. There were times we went to the cemetery, and like I would be drawn to a particular gravestone for some reason. And then find out like it was like a kid that was killed or it was something crazy. Like, there was one cemetery that uh, our friend Kenny told me about. And he said that um, somebody – there was a kid that was basically the father murdered the family and left the daughter and then buried her alive and left. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And like to this day, you can still like see her basically. And there's the guardian of the cemetery to where you'll be on one side of the cemetery. You'll see the shadowy figure on the other side. You walk towards it. Stop, and when you get close to it, it goes to the other side. So you can never catch up to it. It's always on the opposite side where you are. And as you get closer, it just goes to the other side. Sure. So it's weird stuff like that that, you know, I don't know. Like part of me says cool. Another part of me says, why would I want to dabble with this stuff? This is just crazy. Yeah, that that's I, – I, I agree. I agree. It's crazy. It's just like – I don't know. It's just like messing with a Ouija board. I I nope. believe enough in it to where I will not those touch it. Those are tarot it. cards. I would not do either one of those. I've had a tarot reading. I've I know someone that messed with tarot cards. They somebody had given it to them and they had um 
used them and something crawled. My friend, uh, her mom was messing with this crap. And what happened was she heard a noise coming from the attic and the door opened and some weird figure that looked like a demon came walking out of that closet. And oh my God. And she ran out of the room and she never went back there into that room again. But it was in the attic, and it would come down and come out, and it looked like a demon. She swore up and down, and its head would twist around like it does in the movies. Like, it was that creepy. Oh, like um, in The Exorcist? Yes. It sounds like something, an uh, entity had attached itself to that particular deck. That's why anytime that you get hand-me-down tarot cards or anything like that, you always want to properly cleanse them. Because See, that was the thing. The, per- the person was a amateur, never dealt with this stuff. Her mom just got these cards, didn't do anything with them, and just started using them without doing anything before. That was a mistake. You always, always, always got to cleanse and purify them first. Here's what I say. Don't even touch the damn things because I I don't know. Like certain things, like the number 13, I'm not su- – actually 13 is like my favorite number, so I'm not superstitious about number 13. But like there are so many – like um, phobias and stuff, it's crazy. But yeah, I would not want to mess with tarot cards. I would. I do think it would be fun for us if by next October, this coming October, or next year, if we're able to meet in person, I would love to do a like ghost kind of tour or something, and then like talk about it on an episode. I would do that. That sounds so much fun. Speaking of, uh-huh. I just was watching on TV the other day and it's up near Chicago and it's this little cemetery and it's basically a desecrated cemetery, but there's this woman in white that almost every night you see sitting on one of the graves. Uh And I guess there's also a little boy there and, um, I guess they say it's just ridiculously active. I would like to go. That sounds really cool. Yeah. There also is one called the Oriental Theater. Now, really quick, this was on another podcast, sir, but I will tell you this. The Oriental Theater, it's changed names before it was the Iroquois, and then it was the Oriental. Well, the Oriental Theater had the largest fire, the worst, the most deaths from a fire ever. What happened was they had a showing of a, some sort of Christmas play. And what happened was you had like only one entrance and exit, but you had like three different levels. You had like two or three different levels where your wealthier people were in the front level and your poor people were up top. Well, anyways, what happened was they do the special effects with fire and stuff. And the those curtains or whatever, they're supposed to be fire retardant to put out the fire. Well, what happened was it caught fire and they tried to use those to put them out and it caught fire. So what happened was people were jumping out of the windows on top of each other, trampling each other. Hundreds of people died in this fire in Chicago. To this day, you can hear kids laughing. You can hear kids crying. You can hear adults screaming. You can hear all of this stuff. And it's in this theater I don't know if it's if they even do shows anymore, but I do know that it was the worst fire. And actually, it's it's a responsible. It's the reason why all this fire coating started for buildings because it was horrible. It was only women and children that went to this event. I want to say like eight hundred people died in a half wow. hour. Maybe it was only three, but it was it was the worst like fire 
where there were so many deaths, people just suffocated from the smoke. But yeah, to this day, they say you can hear like kids laughing, which is really eerie and screaming and crying and all sorts of things. And they say you can smell smoke too sometimes. So, but it's oh. in a, a, from what I've heard, you also have to be careful going to that part of Chicago at night. So it's oh, one of those okay. things where it's already has its own risk. Right. I know the um, the Lincoln Square Theater in Decatur is um, haunted. Um, I, that sounds cool. There's another place in Decatur that it's like an old it's train elevator. It's the most haunted place in Illinois. Really? What's it called? The, Lincoln Square Theater. Yeah, the Lincoln Square Theater. Does it, like, does it still operate? I don't know. Um, I know I've done shows there. And... Backstage, there is a neon Jason mask way up high. Uh huh. That, like, um, will light up randomly. That's creepy. My friend went to Decatur, he lives there, and he said there's a grain elevator that people have fallen to their death in there. They said they pulled up in the parking lot, opened the door, and heard screaming. From inside the grain elevator, decided not even to bother going in there because so many people had fallen to their death. They say you can hear their yells when they fell every night in there. It's not just like one particular night. There's no anniversary. You can go there any night and you can um, hear that. And also, Illinois College, believe it or not, there was this story about this girl who there's three different versions. Basically, she there was this guy in the military she was with. The dad was a professor, didn't approve. She locked herself in the room and jumped out the window. The other version of the story said the dad kicked the door in, and she was by the door, and, and like, nails went through her, that sort of thing. But they say it's been turned into, like, a frat house. And oh. if you go in there, the, if there, there was the chair she sat in. If you move it, it goes back to the same spot. on the anniversary of when she died, um her name is carved into the window, then it'll disappear after the day's over. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So there's all kinds of places. Illinois has a history of, you got to think, Cahokia Mounds. I mean, there's like all the Native American activity. There's Southern Illinois. I mean, Illinois, we would have to do some research, but I think it would be interesting for us to go like Alton, that sort of thing. There are a lot of places that have like reported hauntings. And I think it would be, I know it's not Halloween, but I think it'd be interesting to do someday. Yeah, that would be. Um, and actually, that is a good place to put a bookmark. I want to thank Mary for being on the podcast. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, come back sometime. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, okay. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash show, And you can check us out on Anchor at... Uh, anchor.fm slash the billion that show. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. We are not on Spotify for some reason. Our link is still yeah. broken and I am trying my best um, to get with uh, Anchor support to get that fixed. But once we get that fixed, then we'll be on Spotify again. So, um, yes. Uh, until next week, we will talk to you guys later. Bye.